0: Chapter 4 of the Tale of Nimble Deer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. The Tale of Nimble Deer by Arthur Scott Bailey. Planning a picnic. While he was only a fawn, Nimble became very fond of water lilies. But he didn't carry them as a bouquet, nor wear one in his buttonhole he was fond of lilies in a different way he liked to eat them and their flat round glossy pads at night his mother often led him to the edge of the lake on the other side of blue mountain and there they feasted it was wonderful to stand in the cool water not too far from the shore with the moonlight shimmering on the ruffled lake and breathe in the sweet scent of the lilies while nibbling at their pads "'There's nothing,' said Nimble to his mother one night, "'nothing so good to eat as water lilies." His mother said, "'Hmph! Wait till you've tasted carrots.' "'Carrots?' Nimble echoed. "'What are carrots, and where can I find some? "'Do they grow in this lake?' "'Carrots,' his mother explained, "'are vegetables, and they grow in Farmer Green's garden.' When he heard that, Nimble wanted to start for Farmer Green's place at once, but his mother said no, and he soon saw that she meant it too. However, the word carrots was in his mouth a good deal of the time, for days and nights afterward. But Nimble wasn't satisfied with having only the word in his mouth. There was no taste to that at all, nor could he chew it nor swallow it. He was wild to bite into a carrot and see if it actually was more toothsome than a waterlily. again and again he said to his mother can't we go down to farmer green's garden patch tonight if we wait much longer somebody else will eat all the carrots before we get a taste of them or maybe he would exclaim let's have some carrots for supper please it was no wonder that nimble's mother grew very tired of his teasing at last she said to him when he was urging her to take him down the hill and across the meadow to farmer green's vegetable garden there is no sense in our going down there now the carrots aren't big enough yet they aren't ready to eat but later if you show you're trustworthy and if you mind well and if you grow enough and if you can start quickly and run fast perhaps i'll see that you have your first meal of carrots now don't bother me any more Well, there were so many ifs in his mother's promise that Nimble almost gave up hope of ever getting to Farmer Green's garden patch. He didn't quite dare expect that his mother would take him there with her, but he made up his mind that if she didn't, he would go on a carrot hunt alone as soon as he could. At the same time, he practiced minding his mother, which was not always a pleasant thing to do, and he practiced starting and running, both of which were a good deal of fun. As for growing, Nimble did not need to practice that at all, for he was getting heavier and taller every day, without doing anything more than to eat and to sleep and to have the best time possible. Meanwhile, he told everybody he met that if all went well, he would be eating carrots some day, and when his friends learned that he planned to go on an excursion to Farmer Green's Garden Patch, there wasn't one of them that didn't say he would like to go too jimmy rabbit said he really ought to have a look at the cabbages and if nimble didn't mind he thought it would be pleasant to join the party patty coon remarked that there were certain matters connected with corn which he must attend to and if there was no objection he would go along with the rest when the time came for the excursion even cuffy bear who almost never went near the farm buildings declared that there was nothing he would enjoy more than to make the trip with nimble and his mother He had once tasted baked beans, and ever since that occasion he had meant to see if he couldn't find some around Farmer Green's house. Of course, it would have been awkward to say no, so Nimble said yes to everybody. He even promised that he would let all his friends know when the excursion should take place. But of all these things he said not a word to his mother. He was not sure that they would please her. In fact, he was sure that they wouldn't. End of chapter 4